Lisa Marie Shakti Ma. And I'm Flint Steppenrock. We're gonna bring clarity and truth. Yes. Yeah, we have we're gonna break a little uh a little from our tendency today. Lisa, yeah, do you wanna explain what we're uh, planning on doing? Yeah, so we are going to channel, direct channel. Um just making sure that we are live here on. Hmm. I'm trying to find where you're live on Facebook. Yeah, I don't see it. Oh, wait, I do now. I do. Okay. All right, I'm there. Huh. Cool. Doesn't seem to be coming up. Yeah. Where do you see it? On my page? Yeah. I don't see it on the, the group. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, check something real quick some connection is a little fuzzy too <clears throat> like whenever you speak i get a little crackle a crackle a crackle a snap a crackle and a pop okay sending that whatever that means okay um, all right well hopefully it goes live there because i know a lot of people to watch it in the group. Okay. Let me just turn it off and re-turn it on, not just this one spot. Okay. If that works. Do -do -do -do. That was funny. That happened just as I turned. Is that my sound? No, that was your no, sound. No, that was mine. That was work. That was what I was griping about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm really well, looking forward what I'm going to do is, um, Shoot, I don't know. The URL, people should be able to see it at the URL, right? Yeah. Okay, let me post this in the group and then. It's foot seven, boom. That's not going. There's an error. Mm. Error, yeah. Hmm. Funny, huh? Funny we want to do this channeling and yeah, weird. So what is the deal? It's just not going live on YouTube or what? It's not on YouTube, it's only on my Facebook okay. page. Uh okay. so I'm just gonna write a quick comment in the group. Um Just so that people know if they're at the page. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. Just bear with me. I'm just trying to make sure that everybody can watch this because, yeah, restream isn't working on the um, in the group. Okay. Oh. Great. Here we are. Yay. All right. So again, you know, we're we're gonna break from our norm a little bit, and Lisa's been called to do some channeling, and we're gonna ask some questions. So, what are we channeling, Lisa? What are we channeling? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Find out. Well, <laughs> cool. all right, Lionsgate. Let's start with that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, basically, what's coming through is well, I mean, we'll find out. I don't even want to put anything on it. So. Um, yeah, basically, I'm just going to 
start the process and all right allow us to continue okay Okay. All right. So the lion's gate is open. What is the lion's gate? And what are we intended to reap from it? So right now it is a very important lineup for humanity, a very important space in which humanity has an opportunity to further realize their destination, further realize many truths, but it's not simply truths about themselves. This portal is offering humanity truths around the universe, truth around what lies beyond, outside of, furthermore, and then earth itself. Intergalactically, there is much presence for humanity. As many of you already know, there is a great deal of support. You are all deeply loved and seen. But you may not always feel this way. And often we have noticed that humanity feels alone. This is one of the basic understandings that humanity has been rewriting over and over again in your so-called history books. Aloneness, separation. While this is something that you're understanding amongst yourselves, you're also understanding this on a universal level. That you, humanity, earth, is not separate from others. That you are not alone. There are a vast array of beings that inhabit all of the space around you and actually inhabit your very earth on other planes of existence. To say that you are alone is rather humorous, but again, it's understood why this is perceived. Mm. The initial thing that arises in humanity when you begin to understand that you're not alone is the fear of what is out there. Yes, there are many, many things out there. 
it's ironic to many beings because some of the most devastating beings are right there in earth itself. So to say that you have nothing to fear is almost an understatement. Oh my. So usually support comes when we need it, right? So what are these presences here to help us with? Are they here to help us more easily connect with the existences on other planes? Are they here to put us into a place where we can more naturally do it? Once again, support is always present. Right now there is an availability to that support. Each and every human has more availability right now in this moment. Not only more availability to other species, but more availability to themselves. And most importantly to quote unquote, the truth that humanity seeks so desperately. So the support in which you ask of is that in clarifying, much like opening a window that is a little foggy in which the truth can be seen, revealed, exposed. However, each individual has the opportunity to either see this truth or deny it. As with always, something may only be offered how it is taken, how it is received, whether it is received at all is completely up to that particular entity. So this is an opportunity for more clarity of truth. We offer that you ask yourself a question each and every one of you individually, preferably in a moment of silence where you can relax, take a breath and be available to what arises. The question that you can ask yourself is, what wants to be revealed to me? It is a broad question. Some of you will receive information pertaining only to your own particular life, so to speak. Minute details in a large ocean of information. Mm. Minute details, particularly what you need in this moment to understand. Others may receive information on a much broader scale that is correlating to many more individuals. It doesn't matter on which level you personally receive this information. Mm. And it's important to be open to anything. It's important to simply ask the question without intention 
of it pertaining to either you or a vast majority. I have a quick question, which is intended to be followed by one seeking advice based on the answer to the first one. So does an increase in vibration come with the opening in this lion gate, lion's gate, like a higher vibration? Once again, there is more availability. Okay. I that is surrounding the planet right now okay. is very high. Okay. So it would make sense to me that humans who are acclimated to being in a particular state for a very long time, when these presences are present, it puts a sense of dis-ease in many of them because they're not used to the feeling. How can we claw through the disease, fight through the disease to reap the true benefits of these presences? What practices can we use to connect with these presences in the face of discomfort? Very perceptive question. Disease is something that humanity hides from. Why, we ask. Usually, it's understood that there's a hiding because there's a lack of understanding. Trigger. The lack of understanding of who you really are. A lack of understanding that the energy that you are feeling or sensing is no different than yourself. Once again, it goes back to our original comment about the belief that you are alone. The belief that you are separate. As this very specific belief in humanity is radically opening and shifting. More and more of you are beginning to allow this quote unquote disease as you allow it if when you feel the disease you will realize that it is not here to harm you disease is actually never here to harm you this ease is actually created by yourself. Mm -hmm. The high frequencies that you may be feeling or sensing or even understanding on some level that they are currently present are not the dis-ease. Mm -hmm. Simply with that understanding that you yourself are creating the disease through 
the lack of understanding of what is present in your space, what is with you in that moment. Reminding yourself that you are supported, that you are loved. And in that subtle reminder, allowing yourself to relax, to be with the energy instead of creating the dis-ease within yourself. Ironically, the dis-ease is just as a disease in humanity. The disease of humanity is in the mind of thought, of lack of understanding of who you are. The diseases that your bodies experience are primarily of mental capacity, mentally created within yourselves, of tension, of resistance, mm -hmm. of stress, and of fear. So where have you left to go but to open instead of close? Where have you left to go but to drop this idea, this belief that you are alone or that anything outside of you is somehow a threat to yourself? The faster that you can realize this, the faster the disease will be healed of the body, the mind, and of the spirit of humanity. I find that many of us who are now aware of this message are surrounded by many we're not. And as a result, they're having been triggered or their dis-ease runs rampant in many different ways, outwardly affecting those around them on a global scale. So even for those of us who are seasoned and aware of this message, it can be very difficult to see through the noise created by the collective dis-ease. How can we, okay, is the best approach simply to fight through the noise or ought we attempt to convey the message to those from which the dis-ease is coming? How do we, there's a lot of noise right now. And how do we, it's coming from the dis-ease, I can feel it. How do we get through this noise? And not just for ourselves, but for the collective. Because as you said, we forgot who we are. And we have the opportunity to see who we are, not me, not just me, but everyone. So what can we do? I mean, it's, things are crazy. What do we do? I want all of you to consider being held, perhaps by your mother, perhaps by your father, perhaps 
by one that you feel very loved through. Just take a moment now to imagine yourself in the arms of another. One that is holding you dearly. Holding you close. Hugging you. And simply loving you. As children, many of you have experienced times of great fright, deep fear, something you did not know. You would run to your mother or your father, climb into their lap and be held. Oftentimes they would speak but it was never the words that consoled you. First and foremost, it was simply the embrace, their presence, their availability to you. If they did speak words, the words themselves were not relevant, but the energy, the tone at which those words came through, the motions of their hands touching you as they spoke softly, yet supportively to you. In those moments, each one of you, some point in your life has experienced this have experienced the melting away of your fear, the surrendering into that love, into that moment, the deep sigh of relief, the relaxation of the physical body, the sinking into that presence. We feel that you understand what we are speaking of here. Of course, physical touch does not need to occur, though it is very powerful. Each one of you underestimate your ability to bring that same energy in without physical touch. Of course, most of you face your own limitations and challenges amongst holding those that are ridden with fear. You face your own judgment, persecution of those who do not understand. as a mother, as a parent, as a father, or even as somebody who loves another deeply. You often create more availability for them. There is no concern about whether you believe what they say or understand it. You simply make the availability 
of you, of your love to them. So we invite you to do so. To see those overwhelmed with fear, from a lack of knowledge, from a lack of understanding. Very much like small children who are scared of the dark. Allow yourselves to in whatever way that is possible for you to be energetically present within that space of love and support. There is no need for them to know that you do this. There is no need for them to react to you individually. You may never know the impact that has been created simply through such an act. But we remind you that once again, you are not separate. All of humanity lies within the hands of each and every one of you. It serves all of you to hold this space for each other. To comfort and support each other through the fears. just as all of humanity is being held and supported. Who are you? We are of the angelic realm. Who are we? Than humanity. We attempt at all costs to support. Though there is little that we can actually intervene with, just as recently expressed, we hold you all. Thank you. Who are we? To whom you speak? Humanity is a hodgepodge. Many souls within humanity been together for a very long time, coming from a different planet to Earth, 
and then mixed with many, many different beings. Much of your pain is karma that has been created interspecies. Many misunderstandings. And misuse of power. But the core percentage of humanity, that which came from another planet, those deeply asleep, as you say, are indeed transitioning. They were deeply, deeply asleep. And as you all know, not only can it be challenging to awaken one who is deeply asleep, sometimes you must shake them vigorously, disrupting them. But even as their eyes open, they may not be aware of who they are, where they are, what is occurring? They're disoriented. And they struggle for a moment to see with clarity. Even as the images from their eyes begin to lighten up, they may still struggle. They may still be groggy. still struggle to fully come back in to that moment. Patience comes from compassion for this. Many of you, or might we even say all of you, we're not in that deep, deep slumber. Most of you are very lightly asleep or not even in sleep. Your awareness, your clarity, your ability to snap back into the moment is much faster much, much clearer. You can see within your own life how challenging your journey has been. We hope that with this perspective, it gives you new awareness to yours versus theirs with regard to the amount of work it takes for them to pull themselves from that state. Not only that, but they do not yet see the value. Why wake up? I am still so sleepy. Can't I just go back to sleep? 
but know that it is occurring. There are some who will not awaken. The future in which that lies is unclear. And it is not important for you to know or understand. But seeing those asleep as coming out of a deep slumber and doing your best to have compassion for the amount of work that it takes will allow all of humanity to take a breath. So many who are awakened are so eager for things to be different now, for the change to be here. They have lost sight of their own journey and of why all of this is occurring. Deep slumber. We hope that that phrase stays with you as you encounter those who do not seem to see anything. Those who seem to want to perpetuate the slumber. Since we've begun this transmission, I've noticed that time is moving much more quickly. Literally since in the last 30 minutes, uh, time has been moving much more quickly. Why is this? Within the higher realms as you would understand them. Might we say things are similar to light speed? Okay. The speed of light. And so this influence brings in a minute huh. moment of that. Thank you for sharing. It was marvelous. And through many of Lisa Marie's intuitions and teachings in the past, we have learned about the power of the moment. To me, in order to take advantage of this lion's gate opening, it seems as though there's more to simply being in the moment. Is there a particular state of being in the moment which we ought to strive for? Example, Gratitude. We invite much joy into your space. Many of you are focusing very well on gratitude and we honor you for that. It is very beautiful. We ask you to find joy in all that you do, or even in moments of your life, of your day. It can be the smallest of things that makes you grin ear to ear 
that makes you light up from the inside out. Joy has been stripped from much of your reality right now from the perception of humanity, though it is here for you. So we invite you to find moments of joy. Bree Rigg, who is listening to your transmission, expresses deep gratitude for your sharing this. I echo this. The feeling that I have right now as time flies by is beyond joy. My chest is warm, my skin is tingling, and I want to keep this feeling. I feel as though it's being triggered by your words. And as you just stated, the key to remaining in this state is to find joy at every corner, at every turn. When we struggle to do this, what ought we remember? A trigger, if you will, to help us return to this state. Can you gift us with something as we are all so easily distracted could you give us a beacon, something to remind us, a keyword, a thought, something, something to send us back to this magnificent state when we're not hearing your voice? Joy is very childlike in its energy. Mm. Skipping, dancing, mm. heart wheeling. Our immediate triggers. Your neurological system to take you back to that childlike essence. When you skip, you can't help but laugh. <laughs> it triggers on so many levels beyond your mind. So skip, do a little dance. The feeling of going limp in my mother's embrace. Complete peace is different from joy, is it?
Yes. That's a more, a less passive approach, whereas going limp in mother's embrace is reveling in support. It's not proactive necessarily. It's not, using our powers to manifest. You can think of peace as the surrender into all is well. Okay. Joy is the exuberance of all is well. Standing. Thank you. I'm sorry, I'm a little prepped up right now. We have no schedule, no requirement. We're honored in your response. Thank you. Skip and dance. Thank you. So through the vehicle through which you're speaking is a dear friend to everyone watching, friend, mentor. She is adept at channeling these messages and thank you for coming with your message through her. However, we are all not so adept yet. Uh, do we have, you know, I, I know it's as simple as skipping and dancing, remembering to skip and dance in a childlike state of joy. When we get wrapped up and we wish for a little more clarity, when we do connect through that childlike joy and that beautiful essence of pure wonder, might we find your wisdom there as well. Can we ask you questions? As you know very well, David, joy, gratitude, love, the energies of truth. You might say the energies of the soul in its geyser out of your heart. In that space, truth always is the knowledge, the understanding, comprehension is available.
expressing any of those energies and allowing your awareness fully in that heart space will always bring you clarity, whether in the form of words, answers as you say, or just simply the energy of clarity. For those who are not adept yet, as you put in receiving messages, that space still creates clarity. Ultimately, that is what you seek. Adulterated clarity. Sometimes within the space of clarity, the question itself is seen as unnecessary. The question itself falls away because clarity exists, because one is then attuned to clarity. It is only within the space of uncertainty which questions arise again and again. Even in these moments of clarity, due to the construct of time that we have, we find it easy to skip slightly ahead of the moment and say, what next? I do, anyway. What next? How do I build my future around the beauty of this moment? I deeply know that expectations and thoughts for the future are fruitless. And I will proclaim that I am in the moment when I am thinking slightly out of it with an expectation of holding on to this momentary feeling so that my future is beautiful. And I feel like many of my brothers and sisters feel this as a joy, this beauty can be extremely addictive and I feel like the only way to practice shaping your future thusly is to forget thinking about it, to stop thinking about it. Is this true? The future, as you call it, is shaped through each and every moment. What humanity often does is through thought, you take yourself into various timelines that are present always. You tap in 
through thought to a particular timeline, asking, is this it? Will this happen? Is this it? Will this happen? Is this it? Will this happen? Each time you're doing that, you are tapping into a timeline, into a space that exists within the universe. Sometimes through that, you anchor yourself to that particular moment. You then align yourself to that timeline. But this is done very chaotically. Yes. It is as if you throw out a rock. It lands in a given space. And then you ask if that is the future. Throwing out another rock, another rock, another rock. Meanwhile, all of the rocks that you had in your hand are now gone. Dispersed through time space. Dispersing yourself. Dispersing your power in each one of those rocks, tossing them to various spaces. If instead you simply hold on to yourself, you have much more weight much more power. You're much more present simply as thought in the way that the rocks hold you into the moment. Ground you down, as you call it. Weight you into the earth. Much of this you know already but we emphasize the dispersing of your power chaotically throughout time space via your thoughts, via your projections of what ifs and will this occur and what about this? You can call all of that back reminding yourself now now, now, now. Bringing that energy back into you, the one who sees through your eyes, so that you can be available to the energy in which is going to create your so-called future. Available, present to the energy the vibration that you are in right now in this moment that will ultimately dictate which of those timelines you connect to. Call back your pebbles. Mm. Ground yourself. Be empowered. Through <laughs> I feel like I might be biting off more than I can chew by asking this next question. But uh, 
how does free will play into all this? I know that Lisa in the past has told us that really there is no free will. However, if so, if some will is so deeply sown within our being, the manifestation of this will inevitably takes place. Is it a fruitless venture to attempt to sow a genuine desire into your being so that it manifests itself in your future? Again, this is thinking of having an expectation for your future and a desire for your future. But how does free will play into this, does it? It's very curious to us, the obsession that humanity has over free will. Mm -hmm. so scared to not have choice and the irony of that, I'm sure you can perceive. So radically manipulating each other and being manipulated allowing the sporadic disempowerment of self and yet obsessed with your choice. Mm. Is there free will? We invite you into an understanding Free will is not what you think it is. In many avenues, in many spaces, the entity has a choice ultimately to be of service to self or of service to others. That is the fundamental will of the soul. Then that path, that timeline, so to speak, is created within that energy of that initial choice. But we understand this is rather broad for you. So in this moment, we bring it into more context of your question. What is needed to be understood is again and again, you disempower yourself with obsessions, with vanity, And with beliefs that things have to fall, be certain ways. So much beauty resides for you in a space of realizing that none of that has anything to do with all of your first initial choice of service to others. 
We are very clear in each and every one of you that is watching this, that is hearing this, has chosen service to others as their souls will. Then I ask you, is your success, is your vanity, is your validation, is how others perceive you anything to do with your service to others? This is why you battle yourself. If you begin to see your world within the choice of service to others, channels will open for you. Now, of course, in no way does this mean that you take from self in order to serve others. But we will be clear on the truth that humans are aggressively over the top, needy, and wanting. What do you personally really need, so to speak, to feel self, to be connected in order to serve others? I have so many more questions. With the agreement of the vessel, Lisa, is it possible that we could speak with you again? We would like to come on Saturday. Okay. Our connection is wavering at this time. Okay. Is, is, um, as far as the timing goes, should we Leave that up to the vessel. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, I feel indescribably content and joyful, your presence and the opportunity to interact with you means more than, <laughs> than English can convey. Thank you. And everyone watching online, Thank you, and let's take advantage of this amazing opportunity on Saturday. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed be all of you. All right, I think I'm gonna go. Thank you, sister, I love you. Love you guys.